Hey lovely, how are you? I hope you're having a fabulous day. So this is it, episode one of You The Podcast with me, your host, Hetty Gifford. I just wanted to say the biggest heartfelt thank you for taking the time to give this a listen. I honestly believe time is the most precious thing we have. So it means the world that you're gonna spend the next 20 to 30 minutes with me. And I truly hope you get something valuable from these chats. So never did I ever imagine I would have the confidence to start my own podcast. I was totally content reading to grow my own mindset and business, then discussing those light bulbs with my close friends and team. So often I would discover something and think, why did they not teach me this at school? I wish I knew this 10 years ago. I mean, I actually don't know how I got through life before knowing how much the mind plays a part in literally everything. But I still wasn't ready to step up, be brave and start that podcast. Then I read a quote that opened a door in my mind. It said, people don't follow you for you. They follow you for who you empower them to become. And I was like, whoa. It caught my attention as whilst I am driven to be successful, I actually struggle to own that success at times. I feel awkward putting myself out there as someone worth following. Like, who am I to even do a podcast? I definitely right now have got those voices chatting away in my head saying, who do you think you are? Like, who is even going to listen to this? How embarrassing? What are you even talking about? But we know the drill. We need to just override that negative chatter. Change is a noisy corridor, but if you know in your heart is the right path, you've just got to push on through. So that quote spoke to my soul because it's aligned with my values that it's not about me. It's about you. At the heart of every training I've given, my wish is for just one thing I say to impact one person, to pay forward what others have given to me. I only know what I know so far through books I've read written by incredible authors, conversations I've had with friends who see the world completely different to me that enable me to adjust my perspective and experiences that whilst painful at times have enabled me to figure something out. I'm also completely certain I have not got it all figured out at all. But I am excited to go on this adventure with you, share the stories that have most impacted me so far, and hopefully pass on something beneficial to you. So that's where the name you came from. I just thought, I want this to be for you, all about you. I want to be with you through the darkness that life brings to empower you to find the mindset wellness and prosperity shifts that will unlock your next level just to pour all my excitement love and fascination with personal development into a podcast for you because at the end of the day you are the most valuable asset you will ever own I am definitely going to love having a bit of structure and accountability, stepping out of my comfort zone some weeks and having a reason to go back through the years, reminding myself of great lessons that made the difference. So I'm grateful to you for the growth this is going to give me. So thank you. Right. Shall we get into it? Okay, so here goes. We are going to get to know each other so much over the coming months. So I won't deep dive completely into my story right now, but I will just share a little bit about where I'm at in life, just in case we've never met, because I want you to feel at home here. 
So I grew up in a little village with my mum and sister and two little cavalier dogs. I went to dance classes from the age of six and dance will always be my first love. Six to 16 was an awesome decade. Being a child was just the best. Hashtag no responsibilities. I mean, I would love my mum to come and pick me up from school right now after a fun day with a Bunsen burner, with my change of clothes and a dinner in a rucksack to whisk me off to three hours of jazz, ballet and tap and take me home to a clean house. Just dreamy. How did we even have problems back then? Like seriously. Then 16 to 26 was the decade of dance. I was a professional dancer who had the privilege of doing some really cool things during my career and getting to travel all over the world. I performed at the Brit Awards. I was in the musical We Will Rock You in Germany and Norway. I was also a dancing piece of chewing gum at Waterloo train station. I actually wish I had footage of that. We were inside this like square box with white elasticated fabric that you had to like, it was pulled over the box and we had to like push shapes out of the fabric and then take it in turns to come out as the chewing gum to hand out the new flavor around the station. I mean, maybe I'm actually glad that they didn't have iPhones back then, actually. I I take it back. (laughs) But around the age of 25, the 2008 recession hit the entertainment industry hard and creative work was limited. The cost of living was increasing and my earnings were not. So at 25, I felt like I had a quarter life crisis. I was a hardworking, talented dancer, but was spending every hour doing promo jobs and part-time work to get by. I felt seriously unfulfilled and under financial pressure. Then my friend introduced me to this online wellness brand that you could partner with to build a global online business alongside any career. And that one decision to say yes to something new completely changed the game for me. I've built my online business alongside my career to the top 1% through hard work, developing myself and helping others. And working in that industry has become my second love. It is where I discovered personal development and I am so grateful to it for so many reasons. I am now 39, still looking for actual love um, and living back in the countryside with my own little cavalier called Duchess. You may hear a snoring in the background at some point, so I have no idea if this microphone will pick that up. So I do apologize if you do. Um, My online business is my number one focus and I'm excited for some big dreams I'm working towards with it this year. I'm now a retired dancer, but I teach local classes as dance will always be a part of my soul. And now I'm excited to podcast too. So enough about me, let's talk about you. I'm kind of guessing that you wouldn't spend time listening to something like this if you weren't the kind of person who is a dreamer, open to new ideas or wanting more in life. So I'm going to go with that as that's exactly my kind of person. So what do you want? What do you want right now? What is the project that you think about all the time but haven't started yet? The goal that is on your heart, the dream you would love ideas on how to achieve. That's kind of what these calls are all going to be about. I just want to be that little voice in the day to empower you to be the best you and go for it. So what do you want? What do you want? (laughs) I feel like Noah in the notebook. What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? Um, But really, like, take time to think about it. 
this week if you're not clear and get clear on why that would mean the world to you like why do you want that we get one life and I am so grateful I've had friends who have encouraged me to dream bigger and speak out loud something I really desired people don't ask us enough what's our dream so I want to be that friend to you to get you thinking about it and in the words of South Pacific because I had to get a musical theater quote in there somewhere (laughs) you've got to have a dream if you don't have a dream how are you going to have a dream come true so true so to achieve any dream it takes many things (laughs) and a lot of time but it includes courage change and consistency I mean, three things I used to avoid at all costs, but now are three of my go-to besties when I need a breakthrough. So maybe let's chat a bit about those so you can reflect on them this week and see if they could help. Number one, maybe you need courage. You absolutely know what you need to do to make your dream a reality. It's never actually knowing what to do. You know that. It's figuring out why you don't do it. And more often than not, I let fear hold me back, fear of what other people will think, fear of getting it wrong and not being perfect, fear of all all sorts, until there is a moment when I get so frustrated with that fear that I'm forced to face it or get left behind. If you can muster up the courage to think, what is the absolutely, ultimately horrible thing that could happen in this worst case scenario, and then decide, will I be able to deal with that? Of course you will. You've handled all of the other less undesirable outcomes so far. And most of the things you lost sleep over never even took place in reality. You were just making them up in your worried mind. So you've got this. Go take that courageous action. You know you need to take. I wish, I really wish we didn't have to do the scary things, but I've not yet found a way of avoiding them and still achieving what I want. The best way through is to just take a deep breath and do it, do it, because the results you are desperate to experience lie on the other side of the scary actions you are procrastinating on, and it's painful to keep procrastinating on them. It will never not be scary, and the longer you put it off, the scarier it will feel until you do the thing, and then you realize, oh, it wasn't actually so bad after all, and then you might end up liking doing it, actually. So, I hope you're thinking of something right now. You're probably getting stressed thinking about it. I think I didn't come on to listen to this to have to face my fear. But what if you did? What if it worked? How good would you feel? So just go do it. Number two, maybe you need to change. So we hear it all the time that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. But yet as humans, we resist change constantly. We just want things to stay exactly as they are, but still get the dream. (laughs) And in my experience, that doesn't work either, because if it did, it would have worked by now. I used to be terrified of change. And also if people say you've changed, but sometimes that's not a bad thing. Two of my all time favorite quotes just demonstrate the importance of changing both your mindset about something and your daily habits. So the first is Dr. Wayne Dyer. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. You can view your biggest setback as the worst thing that ever happened to you. List all of the reasons why you are rubbish, 
evidence of how things just never work out for you or create a big story that seems so true because we look for things to reinforce what we believe and you can decide this moment ruined me you know hands up I am the queen of that at times like huge elaborate tales of woe in my own head in my own house and I have to rein myself back in and be like hang on don't go down there because you can also let that story go which feels much better and ask yourself actually why is this the best thing that ever happened to me and then list them off you know it's great because now I get to show my team how to handle adversity and go through the process it's great because now I can figure out a solution and prevent others experiencing that outcome it's great because I'm going to have to do that thing I've been avoiding and feel even stronger and more confident and be the person I want to be it's great because now I've got better habits that make me feel amazing and happy and I love my life and I wouldn't have discovered that if that bad thing hadn't happened so really it was great so we can't control what happens to us but we can control how we react to it and the story we choose to say about the event was that moment the breaking of you or the making of you you choose And I totally know that it's hard to unpick something you've spent years believing. Trust me. But if that belief isn't serving you, maybe it's time to change and choose a perspective that serves you better. Sometimes it has taken me months to make that change, but it's worth the process because I just feel like, here we go again with this boring story of how it never works out and you're rubbish. How many times are we going to replay this story in our head, Hetty? Like enough is enough. Let's change it. Let's choose a better story because I'm so bored of this one. And then the other quote is John C. Maxwell. You will never change your life until you change something you do daily. The secret to your success is found in your daily routine. When I read that for the first time, mind blown. It taught me to focus on each 24 hours and change something, even something small. So you produce a different outcome. Switch the social scroll for an hour of action. Switch the processed food for a nutritious meal. Don't waste that money on another thing you don't need. Put it back on the shelf and invest it in something for your growth. Those two quotes, put them on your wall and just remind yourself of them daily. You can't control everything outside of you, but you can control the thoughts you think and the actions you take over time with practice and you can change them to move you closer to your desires and lastly three maybe you need consistency because consistency compounds it's the seemingly insignificant daily actions that you think cannot possibly make a difference that over time make all of the difference so choose what works best for your dream but I'm going to go with an example here so say you decided right this is it I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to do 10 press-ups a day for four weeks, or I'm going to make 10 work calls a day, or I'm going to save 10 pounds, put it in a pot every single day for four weeks. If you did it for 28 days consistently, that's 280 press-ups. That's 280 work calls. That's 280 pounds saved. You would be making progress bit by bit, a little bit every day. Now, here's the thing. If you were a bit inconsistent and you just did it every other day, you're only missing a day here and there. That all adds up. That would only be 
14 days. It would only be 140 press-ups, 140 work calls, 140 pounds. In just one month, you've halved your success just by being a little bit inconsistent. Over years, that is the bit you are missing. And if you just decided to do it once a week, that's four days, 40 press-ups, 40 calls, 40 pounds. I mean, would you rather 280 of something in a month or 40? And over 52 weeks in a year, that consistency, if you did it every day, would be 3,640 pounds, 3,640 work calls, 3,640 press-ups. I mean, who would you be? Who would you be if you were living life at that level versus the person who just does it, shows up once a week, does a little bit? They're only doing, they've only got 520, 520 pounds, 520 calls, 520 press-ups. I actually did the maths on this because I do love a bit of maths. I go right on into things. <laughs> and um, I just was like, what would that work out at? Like if the person who's doing once a week, like what would they have to do to level up? And it would be seven years doing it once a week to create the same as the person doing it every single day. Like seven years. I mean, it actually would be a lot more because we haven't even really talked about compound in this because the compound would kick in with the consistency and then that would literally be like quantum leaping forward. We'll talk about compound another time. But I mean, seven years. Are you going to do it every day or once a week? It's up to you. Like, have you got seven years to wait around and mess about or do, do you want to get to work? And actually, this is another really good point. If you feel like you've wasted the last seven years playing small and you're like, oh, just what, what have I been doing? Maybe one year of consistency could get you right back on track. That is an exciting thought to give you that hope to go, this is it. This is my year of consistency. So we have these big dreams and we don't prioritize them. So whether it's for your health, your business, your wealth, and you see how consistency really is key. You know, I remember back in the day as a dancer, I was in a group of friends and we were all a similar standard. And then over the summer holidays, I had fun, I worked, I partied, I did a few classes in stretches. And we came back to college and there was one amazing girl who had this eight pack. She was more flexible. And to me, it just seemed extraordinary. 18 year old me just thought, wow, she is suddenly so much better than all of us. Like, it's her. She is the talented, gifted one that is destined for greatness. When I read about consistency in a book a decade later, my mind went back to that moment in time that had made such an impression on me, standing in that class deflated, not understanding how what seemed to be overnight, someone had just suddenly leveled up and me thinking that it meant that I wasn't good enough. I just thought, oh my word, <laughs> that is what she did. She was consistent over the holidays and I wasn't. That was the secret. It wasn't that she was more talented or better. She was more consistent. Well, <laughs> I wish I could go back in time and tell my 18 year old self that. So Yes, there are super gifted people out there, of course. And some talents, no matter how consistent I am, I'm never going to be as good as them. But tenacity trumps talent most of the time. And you know in your heart when you're not showing up daily and paying the price. And I knew that summer I wasn't consistent and that would have made all of the difference. So thinking about 
what your dream is. And after chatting about courage, change and consistency, what most speaks to you right now? What one thing could you do differently this week that could make a difference? Or maybe you're going to be a triple threat and implement all three. So as I leave you this Wednesday, I just want to remind you to enjoy the process of working on you. Every so often, you are the one winning the day. Occasionally, you are lost in the dark. It's a lengthy path, but it's the discoveries and memories you make along the way and the person you become in the process that will ultimately mean the most to you. If you found this podcast of value, it would mean the world to me for you to share about this podcast with your friends. I'd love to know what you liked best about it. So put me a message or leave a review. You can find me on my personal Instagram at Hetty Gifford and the you podcast at you.podcast. See you next week where we will be talking about what's the story between success and you. Bye my lovely. I'll see you soon.